if we were in a horror movie together, I would think that either myself or Chuck would be the first ones to be dead. What are you talking about? I no, I think I, think I would Chuck, be the last one to die. I think Chuck would make it a while. I would make yeah. it exactly seventeen minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like the guy that's like, "Hey guys, go check out this like a uh, running vehicle." I'll be right back. <laughs> What's that? What's that bump upstairs? I'll be right back. <laughs> Run up there, and go check it. Blake's off. I'm done. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles Podcast. We've got something spooky scheduled for y'all, so just sit back, relax, and get ready to talk things, all things scary. But uh, I guess first I'm going to bring in that terrifying co-host of mine, that lovable teacher of the month, Lane Brady. What's up, Lane? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, it's, it's Halloween spooktacular time. Phil. The spooktacular. Yeah, I'm excited you, about can this. Can you spell man. spooktacular? Yeah, spooktacular. Okay. okay, very good. You're so tacky. close enough. No right? wonder you got teacher of the month. That's right. Come on, man. Well, so, uh, yeah, tell us who we got uh, on, I've on been the show prepping, with us tonight. I've been prepping for this. I'll introduce our guest in a minute. I've been prepping for this. This is more important than our guest. Forget our guest. Let me tell you what I've been doing this <laughs> Forget week. Forget the guest. This is what I've been doing this week. I've been prepping, over-prepping for this episode. So there's a strong probability we're gonna. this is going to be the greatest episode ever. Or a strong probability it's going to blow up in my face. One of the two <laughs> usually happens. So we're or it could just be a good episode, you know, right down the middle. I guess that's a third option. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we got us a guest tonight, guys. We are bringing back the OG. The original, the visionary, if you will, for the Everyday Eagles podcast, the creator, Blake Houston. Blake. Clap, clap, clap. What's up, Blake? What's going on, folks? We are so glad to have you back on this show, man. It had gotten a little rusty for me. I didn't, I couldn't honestly remember how to log in or talk or talk about southern miss or anything so it's good to finally be back <laughs> it's good to be back and uh I'm your voice just sounds natural on the it podcast. does oh, well i'm prepping by eating a half gallon of uh chocolate ice cream and uh okay and i'll tell you that uh candy corn still sucks the candy corn still sucks I love candy corn. You're well, like, we to, you just, there's like 10 people on the planet that like candy corn, and you're one of them. Lane, you I am one of them, and I buy it all up list. when it goes on discount. When they put it on clearance, I buy it all up. You, but yeah, I'm that person. So as soon as it goes on sale, then, because it's always on clearance, because nobody likes it. <laughs> nobody likes it. It's the same candy corn from like 1981. That's exactly right. Yeah, they just reuse it. Yeah, it's like a fine wine. It never goes bad, guys. Uh, it's just oh. compacted sugar in a ball. It's perfect. Gosh. <laughs> well, Blake, tell the listeners what you've been up to, man. I know that they've missed you just as much as we have. Yeah. So 
Yeah. It's been. Tell a, them what's going on in in the life of Blake. Man, it's been good. We've uh we've <laughs> we've got a little boy on the way, about a month away from having our second kiddo. We're excited about that. Living on the Mississippi awesome. Gulf Coast and um, serving as a campus pastor for Venture Church down here. Heck yeah. And they're just absolutely loving it, loving life. Um, my wife Lauren, she has started a school for dyslexic students. Uh, on the coast and they're rocking and rolling with that and so it's just been really cool to to be down here and uh, we haven't missed a home game yet this season so we're That's awesome we're excited man about that we almost almost left in the third quarter of uh the arkansas state game i looked at lauren i said let's go let's just watch one more offensive drive and that was yeah. the 95 yard jake lane jake lane turning it up getting after it 95 yard touchdown uh, offensive drive. Um, I can't tell you guys my nickname for him. I'll have to say that off air. But <laughs> we will uh, <laughs> 95 yards. And so I looked at Lauren and I said, dang it, man, we're going to have to stay. And I'm glad we did. Yeah. So I, com- I compared Jake Lane in that game to Shane Falco coming in against the uh, <laughs> against Dallas in the replacement. Hmm. Shane footsteps Falco. It was fantastic. You know it, what it reminded me of, Blake and and Lane. You like you you know there's that old analogy where you know these people are having church and these two gunmen come in church and it was like, all right, if you believe in God, uh, stay here. And like half the deacons left, half the choir left, half the congregation left, and it was just you know like thirty forty percent full. And then the gunman was like, all right, preacher, now you can have church. And so the true believers were, were were still there. It reminded me of that because, you know, somebody did pull the fire alarm in the third quarter and a lot of people left. But the people that stayed were so loud. Chuck, I'm not going to lie to you, brother. That was probably the darkest metaphor I've ever heard. I'll be honest. I've never heard that saying. You say it's, never, it's an old saying. But. Oh, yeah. I've honestly never heard yeah. that in my life. It is a spooktacular episode, guys. It had to be dark. It was Blake. They must not have told that one in Jones County. No, they didn't, man. That happened to Jones <laughs> County. I don't know no. about that, Chuck. No, no. <laughs> also probably true. How's that probably true? Well, uh, we'll we'll talk about football a little later if we have some time. But Lane, you wanted to do a Halloween spectacular, so I'm gonna kick us off with the first question and say what. Is your favorite scary movie or franchise? Like, we'll start with you, man. Since you're, oh man, hmm. Sorry, I had to finish up a little bit of my ice cream right there. Um, let's see. You know, I feel like Blake's about to steal my answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. <laughs> okay, so I would have to say that probably. Okay, first off, disclosure: I need to tell you guys something. I have not been able to watch scary movies for a very, very long time. Oh, god! Since about, I would say, oh, when was that movie that came out several years ago? Uh, the Priest or The Right? You, you remember that? The Right. The right yes. Uh, yeah, I um, remember. R-I-T-E. And it was just, it did something to me. So I have not been able to watch scary movies for a very, very long time because it wrecked me. So I'm having to pull way back um, in in my life and experience, and I'd have to say the one that has impacted me the most. Can I say that one? The one yeah, that's you can say that. Me the most is 
the original Scream movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't OG Scream. Maybe it was Scream Two or Scream Three. There was a scene where the, this uh, couple were in a theater. You guys remember this? And the, yeah, I think that was two. Yes, the Scream Two. That's, two. that's the opening of Two. Yes, the opening correct. of Two, where the homeboy goes to the bathroom and he hears whistling, right? And he puts his ear up next to the stall and he gets stabbed oh, in the yeah. stall. You guys remember this? I do. Yeah. So for almost two decades now, whenever I use a restroom, a public restroom, I have to find the stall that's closest to the wall. <laughs> and I have to stand <laughs> with my back against the wall because I'm scared to death that Ghostface <laughs> is going to stab me <laughs> through. Stab. So I'd have to say my favorite, also scariest movie is Scream 2. Scream, I dig it. That's a good franchise, too. It is a good one. That is good. I'll tell you what I love about Scream is the fact that uh, Scream kind of makes fun of horror movies while being a horror movie. It does. Like, when they go through the rules of surviving a horror movie, I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so different from the other slasher movies that were out back then, you know? For sure. Well, Lane, what is your favorite scary movie or franchise? So Chuck and or or so Blake and I, we were talking on the phone the other night about scary movies. That's why I said I felt like Blake was gonna <laughs> take mine. Which Blake, you might have just saved mine just to be nice to me. I don't know, but my favorite is Halloween. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's low hanging fruit there, mm-hmm. but uh, the original Halloween to me is just a horror movie classic. Like, it's just a top-tier. I just think Michael Myers, to be honest with you, I think he's the greatest villain in a horror movie I would agree of all with time. you. I would agree. Concurred. I mean, you can't kill him. And then there's an aspect of realness to him. Like, the fact that he's a person doing the stuff he does mm-hmm. makes it, like, believable, but you can't kill him and get away from him. So, to me, that's... He's the scariest one of them all, and to me, that's kind of that. To me, the whole, the Halloween franchise is best. Now, if you start digging into Halloween, it branches off into a ton of storylines. I'm yeah. actually really enjoying this latest one, the remake that started in. Well, it's a continuation it's, of the first. You know, the first. Yeah, two. Well, yeah. Well, like they took the first one and then they skipped all the way to 2018 and made a new one, right? Where Laurie's grown up now, and they kind of picked up there and. The uh, last one came out last week, and I haven't watched it yet. I was waiting because Chuck and I were going to try to watch it after this episode tonight, but that fell through. But I'm going to watch the last thanks, one. Thanks, Tim Tebow. That's right. I was at an event tonight and ran me late. But, um, yeah, Halloween would be my favorite, and I'm really enjoying the newer ones. For sure. I would agree with you. Halloween is great. Michael Myers is phenomenal he's just a scary dude man yeah, yeah. especially because he, so because he wears a William Shatner mask painted white Shatner that is isn't true. that crazy that a, a prop guy was like hey I'm gonna turn this mask inside out let's just try it see if it works and it become iconic it is iconic oh yeah I mean insane <laughs> for sure well I'm gonna go with uh the newer movies very rarely will i say a newer scary movie is better than the older but with this i really and truly think it is i don't know if it's the acting i don't know if it's the special effects or what 
But the new It's, um, if you haven't seen uh, It, the last uh, last two that came out, phenomenal job um, on all fronts, in my opinion. I watched the old It, and I'm like, why was I scared of this back in the day? Yeah, I think the newer It movie, I think the child actors. Oh, fun, they're phenomenal. Oh, what set it apart yeah. to me. They are really, really good in the newer It movies. Mm-hmm. And I got a confession, Chuck. Tell me. With the old it, y'all ready for this? Wait, well, y'all are gonna make fun of me here. The listeners are gonna make fun of me here. All right, so I, I had not seen the old it when I was young. I was probably in high school, maybe college when I did this. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it would have been whenever Blockbuster was out. So I guess I was in high school because Blockbuster hadn't been a thing for a minute now. But I, I had never seen it. I wanted to see it, so I went and rented it from Blockbuster. I watched the movie, and the movie ends, and I was like, this is the stupidest movie I've ever seen. I was like, I hate it. And I'm talking to somebody like a year later. So I watch it. I took it back. was like, that's a horrible movie. And I was like, why do people call this thing like a huge classic or whatever? I'm talking to somebody a year later, and the person's like, you didn't like it? And I said, the ending was so stupid. They were like, what do you mean? I said all the ending did was set up another movie. Uh, and they yeah. were like, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I said everything ended with like them messaging these people and saying, "Come back home to Derry," and then the movie ends. And they were like, "You do know it's a two sided movie, don't you?" And guys, I swear to you, I rented the movie, watched one side, took it back, and thought it was stupid for a whole year till wow. somebody told me. I went back and rented it and watched the second half when they told. And it me. answered some questions, didn't it? It sure did. They they wrap it up a lot better when you watch the whole movie. And this is your teacher of the month, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's right. Taylorsville's finest so, right here, boys and girls. That's right. what happened. Guys, I can't help but envision when Blake created this podcast a few years ago. This is exactly the type That's of exactly. content he was envisioning happening this is, on this thing. This is so. from, the public is, is, is grateful for this. <laughs> all right well lane you have an interesting game for us to play tonight so i'm gonna let you set it up yeah well blake actually helped me come up with the with the details of this so i'm gonna give credit where credit's due here um i wanted to do a horror villain well basically a villain fantasy draft and blake actually had the idea let's give them actual football positions and I love it because it gives us a chance to actually take these villains from scary movies. And what we're going to try to do is we're going to take these villains from scary movies, think about what traits and qualities they have, and put it and relate it back to football because we are, after all, in football season, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to take these villains from horror movies or from just any movie, I guess. We're going to take the villains, the bad guys. We're going to draft bad guys and talk about why they fit in that position in football on our fantasy team. Okay. What do y'all think about it? I love it. Let's do it. I'm loving it. I think it's going to be fun. So we talked about it and set up this format, listeners. We're going to draft a quarterback, a running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, which can be running back, receiver, or tight end, and a defense. I like so, it. That's the setup there. So, uh, Blake. Or, or Chuck, you actually have uh, 
you have our names in like a random generator right now. I do. He's going to determine the draft order. Ready to press spin as soon as you say press spin. Well, let's press spin. Press spin. Let's see what's happening. And first round is going to go to, well, uh, Lane Brady himself gets the first round pick. That's right. Right, I think it was rigged. Let me do it. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's spin it again for the second. And, well, how about that? Mr. Blake Houston gets the second pick. Let's get it. And so I guess that means I bring up the rear. Well, Chuck, third's not bad because we're going to do snake drops. Oh, okay. Chuck, you lucky dog. <laughs> you get two picks back to back. I did so not, not know bad. that. Yeah, as I say, I did not know we were going to do that. So I think that's the only I fair make, way That makes me feel that. a little better. Yeah, third's not a bad place yeah. to be. If we're being honest, first is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, no, first is never bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy, this puts me in conflict here for my first pick. <laughs> Immediately in conflict. Because there's somebody I want to take. Well, take them. Who you got? But first round. I've got, another, I've got another position where I have less people that I want to draft for. Hmm. All right. So with my first pick in the 2022, we are 22, right? Still, we are. Yeah. yeah. Teacher of the month, boys, right here. In the 2022 villain draft, I'm going to select, you got to take him first, Michael Myers. Hmm. Okay, and I'm going to pick Michael Myers, and I am going to place Michael Myers in my defensive slot. Now, let me explain why. Michael Myers, the beauty of him is this. No matter how fast you are, or how (laughs) elusive you are, or how big of a game, or how big of a lead head start you have on him, Michael Myers is always going to catch you. That's true. That's a good quality with defense. That's a very good quality. Even if they break away, he's always going to catch them. Mm-hmm. So give me, or they'll trip over a tree stump and he'll still catch them. So That's true. give me Michael Myers. Mike Myers. Not Mike Myers. He's off the board. Michael Myers. Michael, Michael Myers off the board. Ooh. All right. And that leaves us with Blake. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh... I think I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off in a little bit of a, a different uh, way of being. I'm going to pick for my running back, Nosferatu. Oh. Nosferatu. Let me tell you guys why. Because you know in the movie, Nosferatu, that in nine minutes of footage, of film, of him being on the screen, he blinked exactly one time. Wow. He blinked one time. You being serious? I'm being absolutely serious. So, good vision, good ball carriers need good vision. <laughs> good vision. Absolutely. So, no Sparatu going in my running back slot for my pick number one. I, I love this pick here. Vision is a great trait to have in a running back. That's right. It is. You can't move. And you, you just glide. And you just you just immediately made me want to go watch that movie and fact check you. Yeah. I'm not not that I don't believe you, but just how did I not know that? One time, a nine right. minute footage. Wow. And that brings us to Chuck here with a turn pick. So Chuck, you get two picks here. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start us off in the running back selection. And I'm going to go with my namesake, Chucky. Ooh. From Child's Play. 
because he's little, he's fast, and he can run between defenders, under their legs, over their heads, whatever he needs to do to get the ball in the end zone. So I'm going to go with Chucky as my running back. You could also stab him with a kicker. I had Chucky. I had Chucky on my list pretty high for a running back. I think yeah. that's a solid pick there. Solid. Uh, pick. I don't know how much, you know, I think he's faster than Annabelle, the other I, horror dog. Okay. I think so he's much faster. He's got enough speed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could always so, pick Chucky's bride. Playing. That's true. You could, but I still think Chucky's faster than her. I'm going to say he I, is. I agree. I agree. All right. My second selection is going to be, I'm going to go ahead and take my quarterback before somebody else gets him, and that's, the, the reason I'm picking this one is because he is light on his feet. He can move easily. And, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, and a lot of football players take ballet, and he's known as the dancing clown. So Ooh. I'm going to go with Pennywise as my quarterback. Ooh, nice. Solid pick. I had Pennywise up high on my list, too. Mm. Solid mm. pick. Pennywise, I had him picked out to be a, a running back instead of a quarterback okay. just because of his like his, his good footwork yeah but great pick right there mm, good stuff good stuff uh, for my second pick in my wide receiver slot for my second round pick i am picking 1958's the blob for my wide the receiver. blob <laughs> the blob the blob with the budget of one hundred and ten thousand dollars making $4 million at the box office. The Blob wow. was a huge hit in the 1950s, and it absorbed everything it touched, which is why whenever you throw a football at it, it's going to catch it. And so we don't even no have to worry doubt. about that. And it moves pretty pretty good. The only thing that can, can die from is, like, electricity. So as long as we're not playing the Chargers, we're okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right, the blob. That's a solid pick, Blake. And I love the line of thought there that went into that. Well, you know, I'm going the money. I'm pick. going the money ball route on this one. I'm not going for the high. Like I'm going for the right. low end that exceeds expectations. That's why it was 110,000 on the budget, but it made four mil on the box office. Four million. There you go. And you need a possession guy. That's right. You're not going to get the football back from, him, but it, it, he's going to catch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings me up, and my next pick, I'm going with Freddy Krueger in my running back slot, because could you imagine the stiff arms? (laughs) (laughs) You think Derrick Henry has a mean stiff arm? Freddy will impale you with his fingers. So I'm going Freddy with a stiff arm. Also, the ability to disappear and reappear would be nice. That's some pretty good elusiveness he yeah. has there. Mm-hmm. But uh, mostly just for the stiff arms. So I dig it. Give me Freddy there. And then for my next pick, we're at the turn now. So I'm starting off round three right here. Round three. I'm going with Ghostface. Ooh. And I'm putting Ghostface at wide receiver. My wide receiver one. The reason why is Ghostface showed in that movie, which, by the way, I think the Drew Barrymore opening scene of Scream might mm-hmm. be the greatest, one Holy of the most cow, iconic, yeah. <laughs> iconic movie scenes of all time. I really do. I genuinely think that. But in that original scene with Ghostface and Drew Barrymore, 
Drew Barrymore breaks away and gets outside the house, and you see Ghostface tra- track her down with some amazing speed there. So I'm going with Ghostface here with his speed and quickness there that he showed in catching Drew Barrymore. I dig it. I like it. I like it. Hmm. So now that brings us to Blake. Right. Round three. All right. In my QB slot for round three, I'm going to go with Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, Hannibal I had him on my list Lecter. too. He's a genius. The way he's able to scheme and to direct other people to do his bidding. Give me Hannibal Lecter in the QB slot. I like it. He's a true field general. Yeah, he, he is. is. And he eats up defenses like he eats humans. That's exactly right. He just carves, <laughs> he carves them up. That's right. He's a stud. That's right. Overall stud. Great mind. Great football mind. Hannibal Lecter. Good pick. Yep. All right. Chuck. All right. out the third round for us. So for, you know, and I'm, I'm shocked nobody has taken this person already, especially for what I'm about to pick them for. But my defense is going to have to go to Griffin, the Invisible Man. Mm, off of Hollow Man? Yeah. Name? yeah you, you, won't, Man? you won't know if we're blitzing. You won't know if somebody's double covered. You won't know what's going on because the defense will be invisible. Hmm. You think you're throwing to a, a, one of your players, and bam, the Invisible Man catches it. That's right. I felt like that was a really creative movie. Like, you know, if you've seen that movie, I assume both of y'all have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a creative movie, whoever thought of that. I don't know. I don't know yeah. who the director was, but I was always impressed with the line of thought there, the logic of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. My my next pick, starting off round four, uh, is a wide receiver spot. And to uh, go off of kind of what we were talking about uh, before we started recording, um, the Wolfman, because dogs just love to play fetch with a ball as my wide mm. receiver. Ooh. I like it. My wide receiver list is starting to dwindle here. <laughs> That's a solid pick there, Chuck. Hmm. You got to think having wolf-like abilities would help speed and elusiveness on the field with the ball in your hand. All right, that brings us to Blake. Okay, boys. I think. Hmm. What am I missing? I got to look back at my list. You have Hannibal Lecter at quarterback, Nosferatu at running back, and the Blob at wide receiver. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. I think I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do here. Um, for my flex player, I'm going to go literal with that and give it to The Thing. The Thing. The Thing, because mm. if anything could flex, it would be The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. It can literally become anything it needs to be. It doesn't need to be a running back. That's right. It doesn't need to be a wide receiver. It doesn't need to be a tight end. It could become that. It could also have could. 75 feet come out of its abdomen. But, uh, you know, we're not asking questions there. So, the no, thing <laughs> in my flex spot. All right. So, it's back to me, right? Back to Lane. Closing out round four here, guys. I am going to pick a flex here. Okay. 
Okay. I'm going Jason Voorhees. And I'm putting him as a bruiser goal line running back. Okay. Because he is a large physical fella. Anybody that can just literally grab somebody and spin their head around like he does in the movie and do all the crazy kills that he does. Mm -hmm. uh, I would think that's a pretty good little bruiser running back. So I'm going to pick Jason Voorhees for my goal line back and put him in my flex spot. So that brings me to my next pick, which this will be leading off round five. Do y'all want to recap of where everybody's at? Let's get a a recap then. Yeah, recap it. All right. So my team right now, I have Freddy Krueger at running back. I have Ghostface at wide receiver. I have Jason Voorhees at flex and Michael Myers at defense. Mm-hmm. Blake at quarterback has Hannibal Lecter. Running back, no Spratu. Wide receiver, the blob. Flex, the thing. Chuck at quarterback has Pennywise, the dancing clown. Running back, he has Chucky. Wide receiver, he has Wolfman. And defense, he has Griffin, the invisible man. Mm-hmm. I dig it. So that's where we're at right now. So I have the next pick, and I'm leading off the fifth round here. And I'm going with, to be my wide receiver, this will fill up my wide receivers here. I'm going with the Creeper of Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Very good choice. All right. And the reason why is he can fly. And you got to think that gives you an advantage as a wide receiver, right? That's right. Uh-huh. I mean, the ability to fly, you would think he would catch any jump ball, goal line paid. Uh, he's not a very elusive creature, though. He did get run over by a pretty basic car in the movie multiple times. But the ability to fly, you would think, would benefit me at wide receiver here. I would think. All right. So that brings us to Blake. Fifth round pick. So for my fifth round pick, I'm going to go with a defense, and it is going to be the shark from Jaws. Nice. Ooh. Because he eats up anything that comes his way. Gobble, gobble. There you go. There you go. That's a solid one there. See, picking animals, like picking the creature movies, I felt like would be an, like I had an animal pick marked down as a defensive player, too, for me. Mm-hmm. As a backup, if I didn't get Michael, and and that was a route I didn't know if anybody was going to take tonight. So that's a solid pick there, Blake. Coming up from the underneath, man. You know, started from the bottom. Now we here. Now we here. That's right. I had Anaconda written down as my backup <laughs> because he wraps up everything and won't miss tackle. Mm, bless it. So, all right, Chuck, okay. you're up. Well, I, you know, I'm going to go with my tight end here. And I obviously wanted Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees for the same reason you picked them, because they're stout, tough players. But since they're both off the board, I'm going to have to go with my third pick in Candyman. Mm. Because he's sweet and can get you a few yards. And we all know that I like tight ends on the football That's field. That's right. Hey, you know what Candyman's best best play is, huh? What's that? The hook and ladder. <laughs> the hook and ladder. I'll be I here see all what night, you people. did there. I see what you did there. Solid pick right there. Solid pick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
boy. All right. I'll see my way out on Thank that Thank you, that, ladies and gentlemen. That's all for tonight. We'll uh, catch you next week, as always. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's really no coming back from that, is there? No. <laughs> ladder. Okay, right. and I got I got a wide receiver pick coming too. I got it. Uh, can't. I got it narrowed down to two, so I'm gonna pick. I guess my first choice, and then I'm gonna save that second one for a flex if I need it. Um, but I'm gonna go wide receiver. Um, and the predator. I'm gonna have to pick the predator. Ooh, you know That's he's got that king vision that can lock in on a ball and. Can can bring it in and lock it down. So I'm going he's to, also pretty vicious. He is very vicious. Could you imagine getting run over? And he's fast. So yeah, that's a really. I feel like that's a pick that I don't know why I didn't have him up higher on my list. Yeah, that's a good pick. That is a good one. All right, we go to Blake. So for me, I'm going to go with my second wide receiver slot, and that one's going to go to the Xenomorph off of Aliens. Okay. You know more because he gets that extra inches. Like if he needs to get some higher vertical, he can just stick his little mouth out for his other little mouth mm-hmm. and can grab that football, you know, and do what he needs to do. So the Zeno more. There you go. All right. And then I will close out the sixth round here and I will go ahead and draft the quarterback. I'm that guy who waited till the end to pick his quarterback. So. I guess is Kirk Cousins still available? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, here we go. My quarterback, and when I say the name, you're going to look at it and be like, "Really?" But when I explain, it'll make sense. Okay. Okay. My quarterback, I'm picking Kerry off of off of the move. You're going to you're going to have to explain that one because I don't see yeah. that. Yeah, I'm explaining it here. Ready? Yeah. Here's the thing. Carrie can move things with her mind. Okay. So, could you imagine having a quarterback that never misses a single pass? He has the ability to just throw the ball and then just control it with his mind all the way to his receiver's to arms. His receiver, okay. And then if there's a DB in the way, just move him out of the way. That's a good point. Really good <laughs> Carrie point. could be the greatest quarterback of all time. All she'd have to do is just guide the ball with her mind to the receiver she wants to go to, move the defender out of the way, and we score. Every what time. if she can't see the defender? Dang, never. T- oh, see, that's where this gets interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think Carrie is an underrated. I would agree. But very, very fantastic impressive. quarterback there. Because she would be in total control of the field. Unless you tick her off, then she's going to burn the stadium down. Mm. So don't do that. But, you know, stay on her good side and let her control stuff with her mind. Mm. So that's my pick there. Carrie as my quarterback. Now, with my last pick here, I'm going to fill in my tight end spot. Now, everybody with a tight end wants a matchup nightmare, right? You want a body that's too big to cover. You want a big body out there, a big matchup nightmare. I can't think of a larger body and a larger target for my quarterback than the stave puffed marshmallow man off <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it, though, guys. It's a huge size advantage. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have the advantage. Every time in height and probably in just overall size there. Okay? Yeah, girth. That's a big target for Carrie to complete passes to. That's true. 
<laughs> All right. Blake. I'm going <laughs> to. Who is your Mr. Irrelevant? I'm going to wrap up. Mine was a marshmallow man, so I'm expecting this to be big, Blake. Oh, well, I, you know, I'm going to go in my tight end spot with the uh, werewolf from an American werewolf in London. Mm. You know, he's fast. I got he, he gets out there. He gets what he needs done. He eats people. All that good stuff. And uh, so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with my boy, Wolfie. All right. And Chuck, you have a flex spot. I do have a flex, and I've got it narrowed down to two. There's one character that I'm kind of surprised just because of how big the, uh, just because of how big that series is that hasn't been drafted. I'm curious if you're about to take this character. Probably not. Um, It's either, I'm going to have to go with my flex, and either I'm going to let her be a uh, running back or a wide receiver, whichever one she wants to be. But I'm going to have to go with Samara Morgan. Do y'all know who that is? Mm-mm. I do not. That is the girl from The Ring. Ooh. Oh, yeah. she crawls and does a little backwards and, and all that I didn't other know stuff. her actual name. Samara Morgan. I may be saying it wrong, but it's spelled S-A-M-A-R-A. Samara Morgan. Okay. You know the guy that I'm surprised nobody took in this draft, guys? Leatherface. Leatherface. Because he just carves up defenses. And another one that nobody mentioned was Dracula. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pinhead. The Nun. Yeah. Yeah. Leprechaun. Nobody chose a mummy either, but I... You know, you mentioned mummy the other day. I don't know why anybody would choose a mummy. Chuck, he's always covered up. But Pazuzu, nobody picked Pazuzu. How do you, you know who that is? That's the exorcist. I don't. That's the demon on the exorcist. Oh, I literally wrote on my paper, demon on exorcist. Yeah, I didn't know the a, name of it. That's the Pazuzu. name, Pazuzu. Don't I say got it. you. Don't say it three times in a row. It may show up. No. Or Jack Torrance yeah. from The Shining. I was going to pick him, yeah, but I decided, that's a good one. I decided yeah. against it. There were a lot of good choices. I just choices couldn't figure left. out. I just couldn't figure out what football spot he would be yeah. in. If it were baseball, I would take him because he but can swing that axe pretty good. He can. I do want to say that if we had to pick a coach as well, that I would have picked um, Tobin Bell Jigsaw. because I was going to say I would have taken Jigsaw too. Yeah. As coach? As coach, yeah. 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 I would have picked Ellis Johnson. He likes to play games. He does. Mm, that's a scarier pick than... than who who uh, would you have picked, Blake? I Ellis Johnson. We do not say that name on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you say you say his you say his name three times. He'll appear too. He will. <laughs> so Let's our final much. rosters here are: my team has Kerry at quarterback, Freddy Krueger at running back, Ghostface at wide receiver, Jeepers Creepers at wide receiver, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man at tight end, Jason Voorhees at flex, and defense is Michael Myers. Blake. Has Hannibal Lecter at quarterback, Nosprathu at running back, The Blob at receiver, Xenomorph at other wide receiver, The Werewolf off of Werewolf in London at tight end, The Thing is the flex, and Jaws as his defense. And then Chuck has Pennywise at quarterback, Chucky at running back, Wolfman at wide receiver, Predator at wide receiver, 
Candyman at tight end. Uh, the flex is the girl off the ring, Samara Morgan, and Griffin, the Invisible Man, at defense. I like it. It's a solid first draft ever, guys. I think was, I thought it was really a really good job. I think we should put it on the Facebook page, and we'll let people vote to see which team they think would win the national championship. Mm, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll create something and and put on there. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. There you go. Guys, what about like Halloween traditions? I know some people don't really celebrate it much, but what do you guys do for Halloween generally? What are some things you guys do around this time of year? I uh, scare small children. Yeah. Solid I thought, answer. I thought that was every day of the week, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> every day plus Halloween. I do that. Plus Halloween. <laughs> no, we, Especially uh, Halloween. We grill out, um, hang, hang out, and you know, do a little trick or treating thing in the neighborhood. Uh, Henry Grace is going to be a mermaid this year. Okay. I always go with some sort of spherical object, like a ball or a pumpkin. <laughs> something really. I saw you, speaking of pumpkin, I saw your Facebook post of you in a pumpkin outfit costume. It was one of my most shining moments. For sure. <laughs> and I want that on a t shirt. Can you make that happen? <laughs> I think I can make it happen. We can make that happen. Sure. <laughs> make it happen. It was something, man. It, it really was. But this year, we've uh, to know where we live and our next door neighbor. He is amazing. We call him Sarge. He uh, he he's a prepper, right? So like, he's already his his area and his yard already looks like a poop trail, and so okay. he, you know his backyard. So he's getting a screen to put out in the front yard this year, and he wants to stream movies uh, on Halloween nice. night while all the kids are coming by. So we'll probably like have like that'd be fun. Hocus Pocus or something, you know, playing. Hocus Pocus. I was about to say, y'all gonna play Scream Two on there? Not <laughs> for me, boy. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, got you. I still gotta stand, but next to well, the cinder block. Anytime I go use a public restroom. There you go. Well, I'll tell you, we uh we usually go trick or treating too. We try to find a neighborhood and take Mace trick or treating. This year we got a a plus one coming along with us too hey. with Molly. So we've been having fun trying to pick out Halloween costumes for four people now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, I say we like I actually have done anything. I was about to say by we, you mean Mary Lois? <laughs> yeah, my wife does everything. I just kind of, I just ask her what I need to put on and put it on. Uh, she knows I'm gonna take probably the cheapest route to a costume. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I was spitting out ideas for costumes, and she was like, "You're just picking the ones you already have here at the house. You can dress up as." I was like, go. "Exactly." So, um, but yeah, we'll do something with them, and we'll go, uh, we'll go trick or treating on on that night. Uh, we 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 usually go down a neighborhood or two, one that we know is safe, you know, and mm-hmm. then uh, we go trick or treat at the Pete every year. Chuck, here's the shameless plug there for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, we've been going every year at Pete Taylor Park, guys. Uh, they do a free trick or treat at the Pete event. It's pretty fun, man. It's like a little, uh, like a little Halloween carnival almost. Mm-hmm. They got little games on the baseball field at Southern Miss. Um, and this year's the uh, October twenty sixth. Yeah, it's run by the seven. baseball players, yeah. so your kids will get to see the baseball players. And I think the softball the team helps out sometimes too. Yeah, it's baseball yeah. and softball. Yeah. It's both of them, yeah. baseball and softball, and they dress up in costumes and they run the little carnival events and stuff. And 
do little mini games down on the field, and the kids get candy and stuff from the team. It's a good safe event. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a safe event. You know where the candy's coming from. It's coming from the athletic department, from the baseball team and softball teams. And it's just a good time, man, to get around these guys that are baseball and softball players at Southern Miss and they represent our university. It's a good time for them to get to interact with kids. It's for fun, sure. man. So Chuck, what's the date on that again? October twenty sixth at the Pete on the baseball field. So you actually go down on the baseball field. And I believe it's 5 to 7 p.m. So dress yeah. up, put your kids in the costume. Mom and dad, you can dress up too if you want to. I am utilizing my nephew because I don't have children. So I'm taking my uh, 16-month-old nephew, uh, and we're going to go. So bring everybody. Show up. Show out. Have fun. Oh, yeah. We go every year to it. And then a lot of times we go to Zubu. At the boot, mm-hmm. uh, at the zoo, you know, and it's it's always pretty fun to do that too. You know, we do some stuff like that, so we enjoy it. It's a good time. I mean, it's a fun holiday for us. So, um, you guys be safe out there. Make sure you know where you're going and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, don't stand next to a bathroom stall door. Don't you don't. dare! Don't you dare do don't it! Do it! <laughs> if you hear somebody whistling, go the other way. So just turn around. That's right. Turn around. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Well, Blake, man, we thank you so much for coming on the show, yeah. and um, especially, uh, you know, just a just a a fun little show. Um, we'll t- start talking football again in a couple of days, and uh, we'll see what happens. Looking forward to it, man. Oh, here's it. your here's your recap. Jake Lang is uh, <laughs> Jake Lang has guts of steel. Ty Mims is really really fast, and our defense is still good. Yes, and here's your recap. Cavalli, that tight end, had the play of the game, in my opinion. Yeah, he had a big play. And Frank um, Gore's still good. Frank Gore's still good. There. Yeah. So. Uh, and so, big Sunbelt win this week, boys. Don't you think so, Blake? I do. I do. I was uh, really pleased to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Big Sunbelt game this week at Texas State. Mm-hmm. So, I hear their campus is beautiful. I've never been. Won't never be been. making the trip this weekend either. But Soon. Um, it's a big game. Yeah. So. Hopefully the Eags can pull out a win in that one and bring home a big Sunbelt victory and set up a big matchup the next week at home. We dig it. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a safe and happy week, and uh, we will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagle Podcast. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. so much for listening to this episode of the everyday eagles podcast for southern miss fans by southern miss fans for more great content and to stay up to date visit everydayeaglespodcast.com and follow us on facebook and twitter at everyday eagles podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the everyday eagles podcast Touchdown!